I V M. We've all seen those memes, right? A cough, a cold, a few sneezes to start the year. It was like the year never ended. A wave was upon us, and well, it was just about getting started. What a bummer of a January so far. As a co-founder of the Signal, recovering from COVID myself, I've been keen on understanding the kind of health insurance benefits I can get for my team, and Plum makes it easier. Imagine getting a group health insurance for all your employees under five minutes. That too over WhatsApp, with plans starting at rupees eighty-five a month. Sounds easy? It probably is because that's what Plum does. A virus, many variants, and multifold impact. That's been the story for the last well, twenty-one months. And so, just as the aviation industry felt it could show some strong signs of recovery, hello Omicron. While the recent surge in COVID-19 cases, particularly in the U.S., led to wide-scale cancellations, it took a human toll too. Three thousand employees, according to the United Airlines CEO, had tested positive, and that led to a labor shortage. You know, meant a change in the flight calendar. Closer home recommencement of international flights from India has been pushed twice, courtesy the global Omicron surge and another wave hitting India. And guess what? It's here. Airlines like Indigo have responded, reducing capacity deployment by twenty percent. If that's too much gloom, let's look at the clearer skies, shall we? Tony Fernandez, the AirAsia CEO, seems bullish on international travel resuming shortly. While that might seem a little ambitious, Fernandez believes the COVID-19 endgame may have begun, and he's giving it six months for travel to return to pre-COVID levels. Demand, particularly in Southeast Asia, AirAsia's home region has been robust. Fernandez told CNBC. But here's the catch. Quarantine-free travel might be a little tricky, particularly with the surge in Thailand and India. China's zero COVID policy seems to be a bugbear as well. Be that as it may, the airline industry isn't looking back. Akasa might make its much-anticipated debut in the skies sometime in May or early June. Its CEO Vinay Dubey doesn't believe it's an ultra-low-cost carrier, with the company making clear its international ambitions. And jet makers aren't having a bad time either. For instance, Airbus remains the world's leading jet maker for the third year in a row. It outperformed arch-rival Boeing by delivering 611 planes in 2021, an increase of over 8% over the previous year, according to company figures released on Monday. Boeing too had a good year. It received 79 new jet orders in December, bringing its highest sales since 2018. After accounting for cancellations, the airline sold a total of 535 new planes last year. If you're keeping your bags ready to fly, we'd request you to draw up that bucket list and keep it ready. But for now, non-essential travel is not something we'd recommend. Stay home, stay safe, and take off when it's a little better. And if we're talking about being safe and taking precautions, here's the thing: if you're a startup founder like me, you'd want to consider the benefits from an insurance offering like Plum. I think it makes a bunch of things easier for going the extra mile to take care of my team. That's where Plum comes in with its group health insurance, which takes care of a bunch of things: COVID care, maternity and newborn care, any pre-existing conditions, and much more. So, what are you waiting for? You need to act and act now. For more, log on to Plum. That is PlumHQ dot com. 
For the next few minutes, you're going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy and anything that gives you goosebumps. I am Chinmay Bhogle and here is the main story for 12th January 2022. How about if we told you that after selling its stake in Air India, the government of India just became the single largest shareholder in a private telecom company? Just a few weeks ago, we told you how Vodafone India, or V as they like calling themselves, was on the road to recovery after near bankruptcy. Now, a new rescue plan has come to the fore, a plan that involves the government owning nearly 36% stake in the company. How did that happen? Well, the company owed the government roughly rupees 50,000 crores in spectrum and revenue share fees. That will now be converted into equity. After the interest conversion, the Vodafone Group will hold roughly 28.5% of the company, while the Aditya Birla Group will own roughly 17.8%. As a result, the government is now the telecom company's single largest shareholder. But the government has now clarified that it will not have any operational role in the company while seeking an exit when it stabilizes. But let's go back a little to know more. In September 2021, telecom providers were provided with a relief package that included a payment moratorium or conversion to equity to help them get out of their financial bind. It enables the companies to convert interest on airwaves into equity and decreased bank guarantees among other things. V isn't the only one. Tata Teleservices too has chosen to convert its spectrum interest and adjusted gross revenue (AGR) dues into equity which means the government holds nearly 9.5% of the company's stake. Reportedly, this action was critical for Vodafone India's survival in the telecom industry. Its financial condition plummeted when Reliance Geo started a fierce pricing war in 2016 and swiftly captured market share to become the dominant force. According to market experts, V's decision to convert interest into equity doesn't result in a considerable decrease in liability. However, the involvement of the government boosts the chances of long-term survival. Although this decision reverses the government's declared objective of reducing its participation in critical areas such as telecommunications to the absolute minimum, the government has had a difficult time restructuring BSNL and MTNL. In 2021, a proposed merger between the two was shelved in exchange for an asset sale. In other news, the government, a report said, is also planning to merge the assets and resources of Bharat Broadband Network Limited (BBNL) with BSNL in order to combine all of its telecommunication services under one roof. Another thing to keep in mind about the two providers merging is that BSNL might require access to BBNL's capital of rupees sixty thousand crores. Sounds like a good deal for BSNL. Elsewhere, it's believed that if MTNL and BSNL collaborate with Vodafone India, the resultant business might be a giant to rival Jio and Airtel, and this will also entice prospective investors. Just before we wrap up, we're leaving you with an important heads up: the third wave is here, and it's real. If you're still confused, look around you. If that sounds ominous, it unfortunately is. But with Plum, they've got you and your team covered, literally. And the clincher? It won't cost you much either, with plans starting at rupees eighty-five a month. As for the best part, you can do it right now. Fire up your WhatsApp, and there you go. They've got your back. Trust us. For more, log on to plumhq.com. That's p-l-u-m-h-q.com. For more details, click on the link given with the description of this podcast. 
You can catch this podcast daily on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. We are the signal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter. We are prepping for tomorrow's signal meanwhile so stay tuned.